Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability. I'm Mike, and I'm by myself. Yeah, I'm not here with Nick. Our schedules are killing us right now. And I didn't want to not have some kind of show. And oddly enough, the short was probably longer than what the long is going to be. But, you know, it is what it is. Between being under the weather here and there, the work schedules, it's been rough. But I thought about, well, I could always bring in Rob Bogan. He always puts on a good show for us. But I'll save that for later. Because I ran into something. Something that I want to talk about real quick. Last night, I was sitting down, eagerly looking up all of our reviews. I had saw that there was a new one and I wanted to read it. I get excited about that kind of stuff. I think I've told you guys about a million times, but it's true. I do. Jamie can kind of verify that. I see it, sit down and start reading. It's a lot of fun for me. So I sit down to read those five-star reviews on iTunes and something stood out. There was an individual who gave us a five-star review and I appreciate it. But what they really pointed out is how leaders and sustainability scare the crap out of people. How the news, podcast, pundits, that guy on Reddit, the trolls, they always scare everybody. Everything is about this doom and gloom. It's all over constantly. Same thing kind of happened with Al Gore. Science or these advocates keep drawing little lines in the sand and then moving them, creating a ton of anxiety. So when it comes to environmental or sustainability problems, they're daunting. They're huge. Most, if not all, are global, which means one person at their house isn't doing it. They're not able to fix it. But we hear the negative over and over and over again, and it starts creating anxiety, fear, all these emotions that we don't necessarily fully have to have right now. But I forget how it affects people. These things that everybody is saying and the urgency they keep throwing out, it is affecting individuals. And that's where I want to kind of step in for a second. Hopefully, Nick and I don't do that very often, because really what we want is optimism. We want positive movement. And that little bit, little bit, big bit thing that we're always talking about is the reality of what needs to happen. That urgency, that panic, that anxiety, that belongs in the politicians' bodies, not ours. That belongs in CEOs, not us, because those are the two groups that are going to make these changes. Those are the ones that should be feeling this way, not us. Now, we can feel that way in some sense because, you know, it's uncontrollable. But that's the whole idea about little bit, little bit, big bit. We're controlling what we can. You cannot panic. You cannot fear what you cannot change. We will continue to change the things we can. And over time, it will lead to them changing theirs. It reminds me a lot of how I was once discouraged in sustainability. A little bit from when I was in college, a lot when I got out. There's so many people who truly believe that you must do everything all the time. You make a mistake or simply don't follow their rules. You're criticized. You're attacked. Remember, our podcast used to get po posted on so many different Facebook sites. One of them was a Green Party site ran by one person. That one person would sit and listen to our show, get to something they didn't like, immediately stop it, kick it off the page, and then criticize us for that thing they didn't like. The last one was that we were quote-unquote glorifying eating meat, which anybody who listens to the show knows that I work very hard to slowly reduce my intake, and that's what we were talking about. Not the fact that we were glorifying eating meat, but that's not what they heard, and then they immediately stopped listening. That criticism, that criticism that gets thrown out there doesn't teach anybody anything. All it does is discourage. 
It creates anxiety. You're no longer part of the team because you didn't do what I said. That's not how it works. That is not the reality. And sustainability leaders, which I try to be, we got to make sure that that's not a thing. We have to make sure that people are comfortable making little changes because I do believe those little changes are what's going to change everything. That urgency, again, that belongs with politicians and corporate leaders, not us. We can do some things. There are some things that are that lay in our lap. Those little changes, that's us. We've got to continue those little changes. Taking a look at our waste profile and changing that culture of how much stuff we waste, oh yeah, that's us. And that consumer culture, the choices we make when we spend money, we can force capitalism to change just by using money as a vote, voting for the things that should be made and not for those who should not. Those are our responsibilities. Change little things, watch our spending, choosing to use our dollar as a vote, and working on waste culture. It's easy. And, you know, for me, I'm going to say build your positive footprint because the more positive things you do and others do, it grows. Not change the world. Don't create crippling anxiety on to people because they eat differently than you. Maybe they haven't got to that one yet. Much like myself, at some point, I want to be a vegetarian. It's not today. And I'm not going to be criticized until I get there. So sustainability leaders, if any of you are listening, keep that in mind. That, that hurts more than it helps. Because all people hear is the negative feedback loops in news, websites, podcasts, those trolls on all, the, on all the different sites. We can't join them. If we want to be leaders in sustainability, we have to lead people into sustainability through education and understanding. That was the first thing I took from that. Because there's more than one, there's more than one review on there that talks about how they've been discouraged in the past. Well, we need to not do that. And hopefully, if I do, we'll start calling it out. Number two, there is a second thing that I was reminded of. Don't let the pursuit of perfect be the enemy of better. Things just need to keep getting better. Over time, things can move from getting better to good. And that is what we constantly work on. We constantly preach what we're constantly trying to get across. But if you're waiting to be perfect, you never will be. It's not an option. 90% of things that aren't done were overplanned. If you are one of those people who are looking at kindness projects, you're looking at things that you want to make better, then you have to just start them. Plan to the best of your ability for a short period of time. If you're doing an edible landscape, go to our website, take a look. If you have questions, send them to me and then start. Because here's the deal. If you're trying to start a spring program, it's time to start planning. You have to have it pretty much done by February or March. Thinking that you have to be perfect before you can do anything, that's not true at all. All that does is stop people from doing things. So remember that. It's okay to improve. That's why we say little bit, little bit, big bit. No matter how small that improvement is, it's good to do it. That is success. Rarely perfect happens all at once. Most improvements are constantly made better. Think about if we didn't make the TV until it was as good as today. There'd be 80 or so years with no television. The invention probably never would have happened. So that little bit, little bit, big bit is important. We build, we build something to the best of our ability today, and then we continue to improve. It doesn't matter if, it's a, if you're building something or if you're creating a network or a project. Get it going and then improve. That is why the Edible Landscape Project has a lessons learned at the end of every year. 
These are things that didn't go well that we have to fix for next year. Often we are paralyzed by preparation. We are not going and doing the thing. Remember, doing is greater than saying. So if we sit there and talk about it the whole time, but never actually do it, nothing was gained. You do it and then you improve it. That's what we have to do. And it doesn't it doesn't matter who's saying what. Don't let a podcaster like myself or someone else, a group leader on a Facebook page like that Green Party fella, which by the way, we self-banned ourselves, not an environment we want to be around, or some troll on Facebook or Reddit tell you what to do, tell you how to live your life. Now, as long as you're being sustainably minded, you're thinking sustainably, and you're constantly trying to build your positive footprint, I promise you're doing the right thing. You're slightly getting better. And that's what it takes. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Constantly showing better actions day after day. By them telling you that you're doing it wrong is making them the only person in that conversation that is wrong. Their criticism is an indicator an indicator that they're still not happy with their actions. They should probably focus on them. You, you're doing the right thing. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thank you so much for listening. I know this is kind of getting my shorts and longs backwards or this week, but we've had a lot of confusion. Plus, to be fair, I'm prepping for that next speech. I get to present the Edible Landscape Project or Kindness Projects in general to Forward in Massachusetts today. So my mind is sometimes in other places and we're trying to get things done. But I do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with a friend or on social media. And again, it's that five-star review thing, that thing that I'm always looking at. If you get an opportunity, add yours if you haven't. Jump on iTunes, leave a review. I love them. And as you can see, I absolutely read them because they make me think every single time. And I'm not even going to cover the whole, hey, you can donate if you want to. You guys know that. And we'll go back to that when we get back on our normal cadence. But what I really want to really focus on right now is we're all doing fine. We're doing okay. Just keep getting better. I fall off the wagon. You fall off the wagon. And if that guy on Reddit yells at you, you nod, you smile, and you realize they're just having a bad day. Thank you so much again for listening, and I'll see you next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? My name is Rob, and I'm the host of The Curated Culture, a weekly podcast dedicated to dissecting the latest and greatest news from around the world of tech and pop culture. Now, we all know the internet can be a busy, noisy place, so let us calm that noise for you. Join us as we discuss the latest and greatest topics from the people and sources that matter most. Check us out every Thursday as we jump into fresh, original content, new interviews, and a host of other subjects that we know you'll find interesting. So jump in whatever your favorite podcast app is and search The Curated Culture. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, we'll catch y'all on the air.